Welcome to this week's Exploring Hyperspace Lanes. I'm Adam. And I'm Josie. And I asked Peter if he wanted to come on, but he is skiing this weekend and he was busy. Oh, go for and, him. Get one uh, last ski in. Yeah, and unlike Josie, who has me bleep out anytime I say where she is, like she's a national security advisor, he doesn't care. <laughs> you didn't say where he was. No, I know. But I also didn't say where you were that time. But you still had me bleep it. I said what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, big day today. Um, and for the record, before we, and very festive of you to have the Star Wars cup to drink out of. Thank you. As well. Isn't um, it cute? It has a baby Yoda. And yep. then this one is also baby Yoda, but in his basket. I just have a nice quick that I bought at Walmart. Gross. Yeah, I don't know why I keep buying Nesquik because it says made with. You should real just milk. get the pro- you should get a protein drink instead because I I like the core protein, but they didn't have it, so I got a Nesquik. Uh-huh. There's 14 grams of protein in this now. Mm. Um, it says made with real milk, but when I was working at Walgreens, we had an issue with the cooler, and we threw it all out. And the vendor t- would refuse to give us credit because he said that once uh it doesn't need to stay cold, it stays good until the expiration date, even if it stays warm. And I'm like then that means you don't have real milk in this. It's real it's real milk. Yeah, it's it's chocolate mucus. It's like uh the like if you go to McDonald's, they're shakes. They're not milkshakes because they're not made with milk. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, big news today, um, which we're gonna talk a lot about. Um the uh have you before we get into that, have you enjoyed anything Star Wars related besides what we're doing for this show? Um, yes, I am also drinking a Star Wars tea. <laughs> okay. It, it's by the, I don't know, it's uh, the tea company or something like that. Okay. And um, um, this is the one that they came out with. Um, the herbal tea that has that girl in it from season one that got kicked out after. Oh, uh, Cara Dune? Yes. Yeah. Um... Yep. That was what was on the packaging. Yeah, uh, I um, I've been re-listening because there's a new book that just came out uh this week, Cataclysm. Okay. Um, I've been re-listening to Convergence, which is the book before that, and uh, I'm gonna go into Battle of Jeddah before that. Before I get into this new one, um, it's kind of weird when you think about it that they're doing these series of stories with different authors writing each book in a series. It's kind of weird, right? Like, am I the only one who thinks that? Where it's like. It's not a Tolkien or 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 a Herbert thing where it's like the first one died, so there's someone else continuing it. It's like no, it's just mm-hmm. for the second book in the series, it's just a totally different person is writing it for reasons. Hmm. Um. So I'm on. Uh, I'm. I'm almost done with um Convergence, which is this. It's an interesting story. It's like the Starcrossed Lovers kind of story about these two mm-hmm. warring planets uh, during the High Republic. Um. And Cataclysm is apparently very good. Um. So we're going to, you know, we'll eventually talk about that at some point. Probably not at any point in the near future. Um, and uh, Mandalorian, um, that last episode was something fucking else. Um, when was the last episode? Wednesday. Okay, I'm not up to date on yeah, it then. Yeah, one of your favorite people is in it. Okay. 
but not a Star Wars character, or I don't think she's an actor either. Um, but she's in it regardless. Um, Okay. so yeah, and it's kind of cool the episode. I really enjoyed the episode, but a lot of people did not like it. Um, and this guy at work is getting progressively more pissed off. He's like, "Oh, they just call this the Bo Katan show because it's not about the Mandalorian anymore." And I'm like, "Well, she's a Mandalorian. I don't think it really matters." Like. Like, I have you have you had a problem with the amount of Bo Katan this season? Because uh, there are people who have had that issue. I I like it. I really like I don't her mind redemption it. arc. Um, Yeah. we'll get into it at some point. But let's get into the Star Wars news now. Did you get a chance to look at the document that I sent you? No, but I'll Okay. pull it up right now. Yeah, pull it up because that that way we'll be able to you know keep reasonably in line with what we have. It's it's like three pages. Uh, and yeah, I guess how you signed in. Did you see my note at the top? Celebration notes. No, no, no. The the first line, in all caps, in bold, underlined. Oh, well, that wasn't <laughs> in the email portion of it. I wouldn't see this unless I'd opened no, I know, it. I know. Um. So sassy over nothing. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know how it worked with Google Docs because I I started making it. I don't know if you get a notification as soon as I make a new document in the shared folder. So that Maybe. was what that was for. That was what that was for. I, like if it sends you a notification when I make a new document in that folder, we just make it easier for you to read it that way. So let's get started with the biggest sto stories. So we we knew about a week ago that there were three movies being announced. Um. And we didn't uh we didn't know what they were. Now we know what the three next movies are gonna be. We don't have dates and we have very little information about the movies, but we can speculate. And speculate Oh, we shall. okay. So the first movie is the one we knew was coming. It is directed by uh Charmaine Obadai Oh I don't Huh? know how to pronounce her name. I don't know how to pronounce her name. She uh and I and I, I feel bad because I should have looked it up. Charmaine o Obeyed Chinoy. Um, she uh, directed the Partition episode of Miss Marvel. Um, Okay. so she and she's done a lot of documentary shorts, which doesn't have a huge repertoire of um, of features. Uh, so this will be, I think, this is her first feature. Um, I could be wrong though. Um, it is a New Jedi Order movie. It's set fifteen years after the rise of Skywalker. Daisy Ridley will be reprising her role as Rey. Teaching the new generation of Jedi students. Do you have thoughts on this? Um, not interested in the slightest. Didn't like the first two thing or the other things that that character was in. So, and I'm sure it's being directed by the same folks. So it's probably still not going to be good. Well, we know the director is different. And it's being written by Damien Lindelof this time. Oh, And I think... are you I expecting better things? I think if I go pound for pound Damien Lindelof compared to J.J. Abrams, if you had to tell me to pick one of them to run my movie, I would pick Damien Lindelof every time. Okay. Because like they both did Lost together, and I think they both did Alias together. But then Lindelof ended up leaving Lost, and Lost ended up falling to shit. But like, look at what J.J. has done since then, and it was like, the Star Trek reboot was okay, and so was Force Awakens, but they're both kind of, you know, retreading. And then it's Okay. like his other movies have not been as good. Um, Hmm. Damien Lindelof went on to do The Leftovers. He went on to do The 100, I think, or maybe I'm maybe I'm just conflating the two of them. He definitely did The Leftovers. He definitely did Watchmen. 
over at HBO, and that show was fantastic. I, I would pick him any day to direct it. Um, I think they're calling it New Jedi Order, trying to, and, and and that's the thing. They're saying New Jedi Order, but I don't think that's the official title of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, nor are they calling it Episode Ten because I think if they were calling it Episode Ten, they would have said, "Oh, and here's Episode Ten with Daisy Ridley." Okay. Um, I think that they're calling it New Jedi Order, trying to get you on board with what it potentially would be. But I think a lot of New Jedi Orders, um, we're talking in the original canon, uh, New Jedi Orders kind of plot lines won't carry over necessarily because, number one, it's Luke in the lead. If they just switch out Luke with Rey, you can kind of do similar, but um, I, you can't really do the death of Mara Jade. Um, and I think that if you were to have Rey get married to either a man or a woman and then that person die, it wouldn't have the same emotional resonance because Mara Jade, at the point that New Jedi Order comes out in the mid or early 2000s, Mara Jade has been a character in canon for 10, 15 years and had gone on a ton of adventures with Luke. Um, I think that, um, and then on top of that too, Jason and Jaina figure heavily into the new Jedi order story. And if it's only 15 years later at most, assuming Ray at the celebration for beating the empire, fucked someone and got pregnant. That kid's like 15 years old. I don't think that that's likely going to be the case here. Um, okay. And I think that if they do another story where, uh, the daughter or uh, the son of a descendant of the main character turns evil. That we've just we just did that with the sequels. You're right. I don't think they're gonna do that again. Um, because I think for all intents and purposes, our live action Jason and Jana are gonna be, even though they're not twins, and people called me out for this years ago, they're not twins. But I think that they they did that dumb dyad thing to kind of make them weird twins in a weird way, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's our Jason and Jaina is Ben and and uh, and Ray, um, so we're not going to get that again, I don't think. But I think that especially when we look at the broader context of the other stuff coming, I think that we do get the Yuuzhan Vong, or they just have it be the Grisk instead of using the Yuuzhan Vong. But I think that okay. that's kind of where this is going to be, um, because I think that. Again, you can't keep bringing back the Emperor and you can't keep bringing back the Sith, I don't think, if you keep, like, beating them roundly at the end of each movie, at right. the end of each trilogy. It's like, it, it just kind of lessens the impact every time you do it. So mm-hmm. you can't keep doing that. So I think you got to go outside the galaxy for a new threat. So do you think that's where they're going to bring in Thrawn? Well, no, Thrawn is coming in um, in Ahsoka, which is Mandalorian oh. kind this is uh, this is going to be like I think the Grist could come in, um, which is in, in the second Thrawn book. That's who they're dealing with quite a bit. Okay, is, is the Grist, um, which are kind of the Yuuzhan Vong, but not really. We haven't had enough time to develop like their like concrete like theocratic like you know beliefs to be able to say they are identical, but mm-hmm. it is a similar kind of thing where I I, I think Anakin can't sense them. With the Force, if I remember correctly, from um, from Thrawn alliances, but I could be wrong on that. Who? Like when when Anakin encounters the Grisk in alliances, mm-hmm. he can't he can't sense them with the Force, right? When does he encounter the Grisk in alliances? Because alliances is the two timelines where it's Anakin and it's Vader teaming up yeah. with Thrawn. They don't. Maybe I'm mixing it up. I know maybe. Thrawn encounter maybe. I, I think you might be thinking of a different Thrawn or maybe, series. Or maybe I'm just conflating it all. 
Um, because I, like, I, li- I just listened to alliances and I... He doesn't... Okay, then, then maybe he doesn't encounter them then. Maybe I'm just mixing it up with uh, like knowing the Grisk are... the Grisk are... The, sa- the slaver? Um, yes, yeah. Okay, yeah, that would be... That's a different Thrawn series. Okay, never mind then. Um, but either way, um, that has kind of been the stand-in in the new canon for the Yuuzhan mm-hmm. Vong. Uh, for whatever reason, they're not using the Yuuzhan Vong. But it is what it is. Um, so, do you have any... Did you ever read New Jedi Order books? Mm, I don't know. Let me look it up to see. That was like Mara Jade dies. That was when like Jason Solo... Or J- not Jason Solo. No, yeah, Jason Solo becomes uh, Darth Kaecilius. No, Kaecilius was what's the bad it, guy in Doctor Strange. What's the name of the series? Um, New Jedi Order. Um, Dark Cadmus? No, Cad. I'm gonna start saying random things from other comics. I'm gonna make an ass of myself, so I'm gonna stop now. Um, because I know Kaecilius is who Mad Mickelson plays in Doctor Strange, and I know Cadmus is uh, mm-hmm. um from Superman, but I don't think I've listened to very many of them. I think just I, a few. I think that they're that. abridged too. That's the thing too. Like these are available as audiobooks, but they're abridged. So it, it's like two hours instead of the full you yeah. know, novelization. Um mm-hmm. and uh so that kind of kept me from going back to them because like I read two of them years ago at this point, like oh six, oh seven. Um mm-hmm. but I don't remember, you know, concretely. You know, more specifically, but I do know that, you know, the, the entire point of that was to use that Vonger invading. And mm-hmm. it is the the battle between the New Republic and the New Jedi Order and the Yuuzhan yes. Vong. Yeah, that's the um, that's the earliest. That's the m- most recent Ron series that's come out. Ascendancy? Yeah. OK. Um, But yeah, so that's that's the first of the three movies. Is New Jedi Order the second movie, and they they kind of portray this as past, present, future, and that and I, I like that idea of breaking down the timeline that way, where past is pre Skywalker saga, present is Skywalker saga, future is post Skywalker saga. Hmm. So that's future. Present is a movie directed by Dave Filoni. It is set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens, probably closer to The Force Awakens if I were to venture a guess. And it's designed to be a theatrical movie to wrap up all the storylines in the Mandal- Mandalorian timeline. So all the stories from like Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, um, what would have been Rangers of the New Republic, all of those shows are going to be wrapped up in a theatrical movie um, oh, okay. directed by Dave Filoni. Um, I think this is a good idea, um, and I have confidence in this one. Um, I think Dave Filoni's episodes of uh, The Mandalorian have been great. He's always he's he's a good director, and and he's good mm-hmm. at directing in um what's it called in in live action too, which is I didn't know that was something that would translate. I know it translates the other way, where like Brad Bird's a great you know live action director, and then he did The Incredibles and and Iron Giant, um, mm-hmm. not in that order, but. Like I know it, it goes that way, but I didn't. He did. He did a great job directing the actors in that episode. Uh, in his episodes, um, I am very interested to see, um, how they wrap this up. But I think there's still a lot of things up in the air we don't know. Um, like hmm. with Ahsoka, how do they like? Does Thrawn live on past Ahsoka, 
or do they dispatch him and Ahsoka? Oh yeah. And I, I hope that could change it. I, I hope that we'll get to that when we get to the Ahsoka trailer. Um, because I have I have thoughts on the Ahsoka trailer. Um, but yeah, I think that this is the one that of the three I'm the most interested in because it's the most concrete where where they can go. Um, okay. because they've built out this era so much, and like we said last week, a lot of what they've done with the Mandalorian and the other shows so far has been course correcting for mistakes made in um in the sequels where it's like where did the first order come from how did Mm -hmm. that happen how did the new republic fall all these questions were never answered in the sequels but what we have here is this you know these shows trying to answer that a little bit Mm -hmm. um and i think that if that's what this is going to be and this movie is going to be about the fall of the new republic into the rise of the first order I think that it could retroactively make some of the sequels better. It won't solve all the problems, um, but it will solve some, I think. Okay. Um, do you have thoughts on on continuing the Mandalorian universe into uh, or a Mandalorian timeline into a movie? Um, I don't know. I mean, it might be neat, um, but I think that at this point, they're kind of even exhausting the story that they have now. So... Well, keep in mind, this movie, I think the latest this movie comes out is 2027. Mm-hmm. Because I think the 2025 movie is the the Rey movie, the New Jedi Order. Okay. Um, because I think that makes the most sense there, because that script is done, and they have an actor attached, a star in it. And by the way, I don't want to be that guy but go back and listen to 30-minute reviews a few fucking months ago because I said this was going to happen because everyone called me stupid for saying it, but I was fucking right. So you know Who what? Who called you stupid? I got comments on that bullshit because what happened was there was an article in Vanity Fair last year where Daisy Ridley was being interviewed and she was talking about how she sat down to eat lunch with Kathleen Kennedy and the thing that got pulled out of the soundbite from that interview was that she's friends with Jodie Comer now, who played her mom in the movie. It's like, oh, look, the woman who plays Ray is, fr- Ray is friends with her uh, on-screen mom. Isn't that cute? And it's like, no. In the interview, she said she had sat sit-down lunch meetings with the head of fucking Lucasfilm, and no one's talking about that. Why is that not being talked about? And then I mm-hmm. said, she's going to be in the next movie. I will promise you that. And people said I was stupid. Look at me now. Suck on that. I should have gone out on that instead of doing that in the mail. And now back to discussion. No, I need to know who, who do we wait? Should do you call them out? Should you call them out? Like, do you need to put screen names up there and like? No, no, no. I'm not going to do that. But oh my goodness, I'm ready to bully some people. I'm not. Let's I'm, go. Not, I'm, not do, I'm not doing the 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 Jay and Silent Bob strike back where I'm showing <laughs> people's houses and beat the fuck out of them. No, but I'm just saying, like, if I said when that came out, like. Oh, hey, by the way, I have an insider at Lucasfilm who tells me this. We would have so many more listeners right now, but because I have integrity, that's not the case. Oh, that's unfortunate. You should probably get rid of it then. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, that's the thing. It's like, if you ever look at We Got This Covered, and we're going off on a tangent here, but We Got This Covered is a terrible site. If you go on there and look at their, like, you know, their leaks articles like we have an insider who says this we have an insider who says this it's like it's the same insider for everything because they always like the same insider who told us this information and this information and this information it's like well no you don't have an insider who works at 
Marvel Studios and Disney Live Action Entertainment and DC Films and DC Television, which is an entirely separate thing. And you know, and it also works at Blumhouse. It's like, no, you don't have all of that. You just mm -hmm. make up shit, say you have an insider, and then when like ten percent of it actually sticks and is accurate, then you you're you're good guess that looks like a genius. Which I mean, again, I said it months ago. So you know what? Suck on that. Anyway, um, I would like to see um, in this. M my other concern with this movie is um, I don't know how you can do the cloning. Like the the cloning I issue is kind of where I I, I have the problem here. Um, almost entirely. Okay. Because it's the Exegol problem, where it's like they introduced the idea of Exegol existing and the cloning issue existing. I think very specifically, and we're gonna put this here, and when I'm right in 2027, I want someone to acknowledge it. They have to have Wayland play a role similar to Heir to the Empire. Because Wayland has to be the cloning facility that gets raided at the end of this, like that has to be the final battle on Wayland and then think that they won. Okay. Or it has to be a categorical, but you can't do a categorical, categorical loss because they're not treating the first order as a serious threat at the beginning of the force awakens. They're kind of acting like they're playing cleanup still. Okay. Like when the first, like when the, when the force awakens begins and we have that first like fight with the empire on, um, on whatever the, on, on um, uh, on Takadana, that's the name of the planet where Maz Kanata lives. Um, it, it feels like the resistance is just playing cleanup still. Like, like these are still remnants of the Empire. We're still getting rid of them, and then that's like this isn't a, a major threat to us. Then they blow up. Um, what's it called? Then they blow up uh, Hosnian Prime and all of that, and then it becomes a bigger issue. I think okay. you like you can't have them lose. You just need to have them think they won. And I think having a final fight on Wayland is the way to do that, especially considering. Did you watch the end of Bad Batch? Well, we're supposed to talk about it today, so yeah, I'll assume you watched the end of Bad Batch season two. Yeah. Um, you Wayland might have to remind there. me of some of like the 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 go like the plot things again. But... The the very end of the last episode when they have um, Omega at the uh, what's it called at the uh, at the cloning facility. That's Mount mm -hmm. Tantus on Wayland. Which is where Luke got cloned, where oh. uh, you know where where uh, Sabaoth got cloned, and where Thrawn mm -hmm. got his army for the for the outbound flight dreadnoughts. Okay. Like that's where that is, and it's the same. Like they show that final shot, and I'm like, holy shit! I know that place. I looked up me, and I'm like, that's it. And huh. that is, and that's got to be where this this movie has to end its end its third act on. Um, okay. And the final movie, this one you might be interested in, directed by James Mangold. Do you know who James Mangold is? No. He directed Ford vs. Ferrari. He directed... Don't know what that is. It came out a few years ago. It was nominated for Best Picture. He directed Logan. Oh! I liked Logan. And he also directed oh. the new Indiana Jones movie. So it's gonna have a lot of feels. Potentially. This movie is set 25,000 years before the Skywalker saga. Okay. And it is a Dawn of the Jedi movie. 
Okay. And he said, in, in when he was talking to to press today at Star Wars Celebration, he said this movie is very heavily inspired by historical epics like Ben Hur. You, I don't know if you've ever seen Ben Hur or the Ten Commandments, which are these movies from the fifties and sixties that are mm-hmm. these very expensive, very beautiful, sweeping historical epics that are just massive in scale. Hmm, no. Um, yeah, they're they're great movies for their time, and and they still are great movies. If you haven't seen Ben Hur or or the Ten Commandments, um, okay, I would, I would I would it's worth checking them out. They're long as fuck, but like these like if they if he's gonna make a historical epic based on the origins of the Jedi, I'm I'm all here for that. He's a great director. He's one of my favorite working directors now, um, and uh, and he's doing that. I, I'm I'm more interested well now. In, I'm excited about him. Yeah, that I'm more interested in from him than Swamp Thing. Because I don't think his style meshes with Swamp Thing. Oh. Because he's also doing the Swamp Thing movie at DC. Um, But this I'm definitely more interested in. Because I think his style meshes with this kind of movie very well. Um, Hmm. And I never read Dawn of the Jedi. Um, It's a fairly recent book. I want to say it was 2013. Um, But uh, I've heard good things. Um, And it's definitely... It's on my list to read eventually. But um, it's it's if they're gonna tell the origins of the Jedi as a historical epic, just sign me the fuck up. Like, is that if they oh, throw three hundred million dollars? Yeah, into the void. Yes, that one. It's very good. Yeah, if they're doing like that it. as like that as a movie, this is gonna be something. This could be something special, which I feel like I'm saying a lot in the last week. But this movie could be something very special. I think. Okay. Yeah, I think that I'm now I'm more excited for it. Yeah. And and now that you know who James Mangold is, does it make you more or less excited for Dial of Destiny, the Indiana Jones movie, knowing he directed that as well? It makes me more excited. Yeah, I'm like I'm. It's opening at Con, so we're gonna get first reactions relatively soon. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. I think that movie's gonna be really good. Um, oh wait, an Indiana Jones movie is coming out. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, end of June. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to go see that. Yes, you are. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a new trailer today too. I didn't put it on the list. It was the Star Wars show, but uh, mm-hmm. there was a new trailer they showed at uh, at Star Wars Celebration because it's Lucasfilm. But whatever, I didn't watch the trailer yet. Uh, I'm trying to go in knowing as little as possible about that movie. Um, all I know is the bad guy is Mads Mikkelsen. Who's that? Wait, is it Mads Mikkelsen playing him? He is the guy. He was in Rogue One. Um, who played, uh, he played the, uh, Jin Erso's father. He played Caecilius in, um, in what's it called? Um, Indiana Jones 5. He, he was in, uh, uh, what was that movie? In Doctor Strange. He was the bad guy in Doctor Strange. Yeah, Mad Mickelson. He's basically playing Oppenheimer. The guy who invented the atomic bomb. That's who he's playing? Yeah. In what? In the in Indiana, in Indiana Jones Five. Oh, okay. And uh, oh. Boyd Holbrook is also a bad guy in that movie. He was the bad guy in Logan. Donald. Okay. Yeah. So that's gonna be cool. Uh, so some other quick tidbit news before we get into the big one. Uh, the Lando TV show that was announced at Investor Day in 2020 that we've had no progress on moving anywhere is mm-hmm. still happening. It's set between the prequels and the original trilogy with Donald Glover reprising his role from Solo as Lando Calrissian. I don't remember if it's before or after Solo, though. I think it's after. Um, 
The Rogue Squadron movie that was in development that was also announced at Investor Day 2020 um, with Patty Jenkins is still on the table, possibly without Patty Jenkins, though, who has left the project due to creative differences. And the ser- and the, the movie could pivot to be a series on Disney Plus instead of being a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there was rumors that Kevin Feige was developing a Star Wars movie. Um, I think most sane people were like, that's definitely not the case. But uh, Kathleen Kennedy did confirm that, no, that was never the case. He never was developing a movie, and she's not entirely sure where that came from. Um, Mm. It seemed like someone in the press said it, and then a bunch of people ran with it. But it's like, she was basically like, he's a fucking studio head at another studio at the same company. He can't do that and also direct a movie for me. Mm -hmm. Like, which I'm like, yeah, why didn't anyone think about that in a more serious way? Um... Someone asked Dave Filoni about Dash Rendar making an appearance in live action or animation, and he said if the story is right, he will bring him in at some point. Dash Rendar being a character from the old EU that has a big fan following. Um, do you remember him? No. I think he was in Jedi Knight, the video game series. Oh, that's why you mm-hmm. don't know. You don't. You don't play the games really. No. Um. Yeah, he was in uh, Jedi uh, Jedi Knight and uh, Jedi Academy. Um, okay. Andor season two is currently in production, like they're shooting it as we speak, and it's set to be released in August of 2024. So a little over a year away from season two of Andor, or as uh, what's his name calls it in um in the show Ander, Luthen calls him Ander every time he talks to him. Uh, we have a list mm-hmm. of the, of directors for Skeleton Crew, which is allegedly coming out at the end of this year, uh, but no further footage was shown. Um, I would assume November to December of this year will be the launch for that, um, taking the Boba Fett Mandalorian slot, um, because uh, right now, the next show, the next big Disney Plus show after The Mandalorian is Secret Invasion in June. Also Uh this summer is Loki Season 2. And I think that they've learned their lesson after last year's debacle with Kenobi and Miss Marvel coming out at the same time, they're not going to do that mm-hmm. again. So I think that after Loki season two ends, that's when we get Ahsoka. So they're going to put those two back to back. Then Ahsoka in August. Then we're going to get, uh, we definitely have Echo in October, which is the show about the girl from Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. And then after that would be Skeleton Crew, I would think. Hmm. That's all speculation on my part, but it is allegedly still coming in 2023. We do have a list of the directors who worked on it, though. John Watts is one of the directors. You know who John Watts is? No. He directed all three of the Marvel Studios Spider-Man movies, so Homecoming, No Way Home, and Far From Home. Oh, okay. Um, David Lowry, who directed Pete's Dragon and the Green Knight for A24. Um, the Daniels, Daniel Schubert and Daniel Kwan, I think are their names. Uh, they just won Best Director for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Uh, okay. Jake Schreier who directed Paper Towns, the John Green novelization, and is also directing Marvel's The Thunderbolts next year, or late this year, into um, coming out in 2025. Um, Bryce Dallas Howard is directing an episode, which she just does everything Star Wars at this point. She's always got a hand directing and starring in some things. And Lee Isaac Chung, who you may not know, but he directed a movie that was nominated for Best Picture a few years back called Minari. Um, So those are the directors for Skeleton Crew. Um, the Acolyte, we got some new footage from the Acolyte. We didn't get to see it publicly. It was released for people who were there physically. A uh, lot of Jedi in the show because it's High Republic show. Um, a lot of cool lightsaber fights. 
It's about the rise of the dark side as the High Republic transitions to the Skywalker saga. Um, it is set for a 2024 release um, with the cast consisting of Amanda Stenberg, who you may know from The Hate You Give. You may know her from The Darkest Minds. Um, you may also know her as Rue from The Hunger Games, who dies mm. in the first one. She's the lead. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss, who you may know as Trinity from The Matrix. She's in it. And Daphne Keene, we talked about this a few weeks ago, from Logan and His Dark Materials, is also in the show. Uh, the showrunner described the show as, and I want to get your opinion on this, Frozen meets Kill Bill. How do you how do you feel about that? Confused. Okay, let me parse this out a little bit. I had a feeling you'd be confused. So mm. when you pitch, you use that. Like that this meets this is a common pitching technique because it's you want to use things that the executive knows to be like, oh, okay, that's that. So parsing it out, Frozen is a sister drama. It's the story of two sisters who are on opposite sides of an uh, ideological issue. Okay. Kill Bill is a revenge drama with great martial arts, great cinematography, oh. and great uh, choreography. So that's what they're saying? That's how I'm interpreting this. Okay. And then before we go to the Ahsoka trailer, if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, we can take a look at the new timeline and we can look at that for a little bit. It's uh, I put the picture in the document. It's the at the very bottom. Page? Oh the no, ver- the bottom page. The very bottom, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we have the new timeline. So it starts with and this picture comes courtesy of comicbook.com, um, who I think their guy Brandon Davis is in is at um what's it called? It's at uh, at Star Wars Celebration took the picture. Uh so they've broken it down into a bunch of eras. So now we have the Dawn of the Jedi, which is the beginning. Then the Old Republic, which I guess would include the Jedi-Mandalore War, uh, the Jedi-Sith War, all that kind of stuff. You know, the Old Republic that is canon. And I think Knights mm-hmm. of the Old Republic is going to be recanonized, too. Then the High Republic, which is that publishing initiative that's currently going on with um, what's, with, with what's it called? With all the books and the comics and the Acolyte um, about, like, the the best of the current iteration of the Republic. Um, then comes the Fall of the Jedi which is the prequel era. Then comes the rise of the empire, which is like end of episode three through, I would say rebels. Um, or maybe solo, let's say solo Kenobi. That's like halfway in between. Then solo Kenobi to the end of the original trilogy is the age of rebellion. Then is the new Republic era. Then is the rise of the first order. Then is the new Jedi order. Do you have thoughts on that? Um, the, this last piece, because the the movie that we were just talking about sounds, the last movie that you were talking about sounds like very. That's Dawn of the Jedi. That's the very yeah. beginning. I think there's ground for another movie in there. You think so? I think that between the Old Republic and the High Republic, there is grounds for a movie. Because okay. if you look at everything here has kind of a transition thing that happens there that we know about. Like Dawn of the Jedi to the to the Old Republic, likely that's the foundation of the Republic. Mm-hmm. The High Republic to the Fall of the Jedi is the Sith coming back mm-hmm. and the rise of the Sith. Fall of the Jedi is the Republic falling. Rise uh the rise of the Empire is, you know, the same thing. And then that ends when the rebellion starts to coalesce and, and become its thing. Then the rebellion wins and takes control of the galaxy, so then we're in the New Republic. Then the New Republic starts to falter as the First Order comes. You get Rise of the First Order, 
First Order falls when Rey kills the Emperor, and then you get the New Jedi Order. Okay. There's nothing between the Old Republic and the High Republic to transition between the two. Hmm. That's So true. you you could do... But is there even anything that would be interesting to see? Like, what would be Darth Bane? an example? Oh, that's that time period? Mm-hmm. Oh. Because the thing is, it's the Accolade is not the start of the Sith. It's the return Mm-hmm. of the Sith, which means the Sith were there at some point. And if they go with the interpret, it depends on how they interpret the Force, too. Do they interpret it as the Force is all light, and then the dark side of the Force is just the bastardization, so balance is just the light? Mm hmm. Because, like, the balance in the Force is not equal Sith and Jedi. That's not balance in the Force. It's balance in the Force is all good, no bad. Okay. So, and and the picture for Dawn of the Jedi at the very beginning, you get the black and the white. It looks like the Change of Hearts Yu-Gi-Oh card a little bit. If you've ever seen that. Nope. Let me look it up for you. Change of Heart, Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and I'll screen share with you so you can see what I'm looking at here. Because it, it kind of reminds me of that, which indicates to me that we're going to be at a, that we're going to have something similar, uh,
And again, if you're dealing with a 25,000 year time scale, you can do a lot between Dawn of the Jedi and the Old Republic. So I'd like to see to something in the Dawn of the Jedi era. I'd like to see, um, rather than like a movie or a series of them, like a TV series, even if it's like a cartoon TV series. See, that's the thing. We're recording this on Friday. And I think today into tomorrow for us, because we're East Coast United States, they're going to be doing the animation panels. Oh. So they might, I would assume they're probably going to do Bad Batch Season 3 is going to get confirmed there. Maybe okay. a new season of Tales of the Jedi. But um, that would be announced there. Um, I just figured we want to get this done and and, and recorded. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, so I think that there is a chance they could do animated. And they haven't shied away from doing animated stuff because they did Resistance, which was set uh, between 6 and 7, but really mm-hmm. close to 7. Um, and, and, and Tales of the Jedi is just great. Um, so I, I could see them doing that, too. Um, if they do Tales of the Jedi, it'd be really cool if they did Tales of the Jedi from different eras, not just, like, the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. era. If they did, like, Tales of the Jedi, and it's like, they do one or, like, if they started with, like, one episode with Ahsoka, one episode with, like, Mace Windu, and then, like, episode three, High Republic. Mm-hmm. Episode four, Old Republic. Episode five, something with Ray in the future. Like, okay. that kind of thing, I think, would generate a lot more interest. For me, at least, I want to see these stories kind of grow out and, and do that. I think that'd be an interesting way to gauge interest and see what people like and don't like, even before you shoot a frame of footage. Mm-hmm. So I think that, that could have a lot of room. Now, which brings mm-hmm. us to our, our main event, which we may end up moving Bad Batch a week back because we're going a little long and we haven't even talked about the big event of the day, which is the Ahsoka trailer. I want to hear your thoughts on the Ahsoka trailer. Um, I have little to no interest in watching it because after it. Get the um, fuck out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was not very compelling. Oh my god, I watched that trailer and I was like, this is the best trailer for a Star Wars thing I've seen in a long time. Maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. I'll rewatch it and I'll see. But like, do you want to rewatch it while I while I talk a little bit about it? I guess so. Because I have the link in the in the in the uh, the page. If you scroll up to um, uh, it's a third the one entry. that says Ahsoka trailer. Yeah, if you. You, that link is the is the YouTube clip to watch the trailer. Um, because I sure. I, I watched this trailer this morning first thing in the morning because I knew it was going to come out overnight. And I was just blown away. Oh no! What? How the hell does this work? Hang on. You control click, I think. No, yeah. I opened it, but now it's gone. What do you mean? <laughs> it's fine. I'm figuring it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I saw this trailer um, this morning, like first thing in the day, and I was like. This is going to be something really, really cool um, because I love Rebels. I love the show Rebels. And to see all of these things from Rebels, this is basically just Rebels season five. Like, let's just not kid around. It's like at the end of Rebels, you know, Thrawn and Ezra get sent off into hyperspace by space whales and um, they don't know where they go. So now this is the show ends with Ahsoka being like, we got to find Ezra and Thrawn. Because this is a problem. And that's where it ends off. 
And when we saw Ahsoka in in um what the called in uh, in Mandalorian, I hope she has me muted and she's not listening to me while she watches the trailer. Um, like when we see her there, she's looking for Thrawn because she's looking for Ezra, and we see the the emblem of the Seventh Fleet and all of that cool stuff. Um, so now to continue that with all of this, you know, all of this cool, you know, imagery from Rebels, it's like we're going back to Lothal. We got we like we have the uh, the the temple there. We have the. Um, you were thinking like, that 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 silhouette, um, where the guys walking towards the bridge. You're you were thinking that was Thrawn, right? That is. It's not that I'm thinking that's Thrawn. That is Thrawn. It's been announced. Yeah, that is Thrawn. That's not me thinking uh. that. That is Thrawn. Like and that like you didn't you didn't see the Grand Admiral uniform like. That is, I, and he's got blue skin. Okay. That's definitely Thrawn. He didn't have blue skin. Yes, he did. No, he didn't. Um, like there like hasn't been a super blue. There hasn't been a question about that, but like that, and then it's like her saying like Thrawn is heir to the Empire. It's like I was so happy when I when that happened. Um, the girl who's playing Sabine Natasha Lou Bordezzo, I think her name is. Um, she's just nailing the mannerisms of Sabine. Like the way Sabine oh, okay. moved in the uh, in the in the cartoon, she moves mm-hmm. the exact same way, which is incredible that she's able to do that. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as uh, as Hera Sandula is a great casting choice, um, and it just I'm like those RNG lightsabers. I don't think are actual lightsabers the way we traditionally think about them. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Did you ever read Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray? Um, I don't know. Let me look. Um, it was the one with Obi Wan and uh, and Qui Gon. It was a fairly recent book. Um, I want to say it was like 2017, 2018. Um, but they there are these crystals on the planet that are like kind of like Kyber, but not really. But they could channel the Force if you put them on a lightsaber and create a blade. Um, I've not I've not listened to it. Okay. Um. Yeah, they have that, and that's how they describe the blade looking. And I'm like, oh, I think that that's what that is. Hmm. Um, where it's not. Is it a... like the what version of it do they describe it as? Like the, um, is it supposed to be like really unstable? It's not unstable. It's just like if you hit someone with it, it's not gonna cut through them, but oh, it does so cut like through it's... shields, like ray so shields. It's... It'll cut through. Okay. So it's not as strong. Right. But it, it reflects light in a way that can cut through a ratio. Um, okay. It becomes a main plot point in that book. And there are a few others like that that they've introduced in the new canon where it's these these things that can also channel the force like a kyber crystal. And if you put it into a lightsaber, it has these weird effects with the blade. Mm-hmm. Like there are some that will create a, a, a wide blade like a claymore that's wide and long. Uh, some mm-hmm. will be like short, like a dagger. Some will be like uh, if you hit the ground with it, it'll create a shockwave. Um, oh. It's cool things like that. Um, That's cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's, I'm like, I think that based on this trailer, and I think the fact that Filoni has such deep love for Ahsoka to almost an unhealthy degree, I would say, um, I think mm-hmm. that this show will not be bad. Well, that's cool. When you watch the trailer, did you change your mind, or are you still the same? No, it's a, it's a, it looks like it'll be interesting. Did you I just watch don't Rebels? Know if the or... stories. I think it's going to look really cool. And there's going to be some neat fight scenes, but um, the story doesn't seem very compelling. 
Did you watch Rebels? Um, maybe? The animated show where it's Yes. like, okay. Yeah, it, it it's, I think that because of how much I like that show and how well they did Thrawn on there, I'm, I'm very interested in this. And I think that, I think that if you're going to do a movie, getting back to the Filoni movie, if you're going to do a movie that's going to round out this era, I think Thrawn has to be your big bad for that movie that everything's building until. Like Mm-hmm. in Mandalorian this season, we're kind of getting that a little bit where it's like we get these things where it's like, oh, they're like in that episode a few episodes back where there are all those TIE fighters coming in and she's like, he's like, oh, no, 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 this is not a warlord. This
um, with, with where those kind of fell off. And then on top of that, too, uh, people forget about this, but Rise of Skywalker, um, they were supposed to move those movies back to May. Oh. But they never did because of the development issues that plagued all, all of the developments. They were supposed to come out in May, which is when Star Wars has traditionally come out. Then they moved it to December. Um, and then Marvel took over the May date, and I don't see that changing at any point in the future. I think Marvel is just going to hold on to the May date, and they're going to keep Star Wars in December. Um, and they're going to alternate it with Avatar. Um, but yeah, um, we're going a little long, so we're not going to do Bad Batch this week. We'll do Bad Batch uh, next week. Um, oh, thank cause, goodness. Yeah, because we had a, a long episode, and I still have to eat dinner. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so we'll wrap up there for today. Um, if you agree or disagree, feel free to leave a comment on Spotify. Um, if you think that I was improperly chided for saying that Ray was going to be in the next movie, um, please also say so. Cause I, I appreciate the validation now. Um, I will accept everyone lining up to kiss my ass about this as well. Um, so uh, our next episode will be the Bad Batch. Um, this is just a, basically a news episode because we don't get news this big this often. And I don't think we're going to get another news like this until um, probably San Diego. I think okay. San Diego is going to be the next big news thing. And then after that, probably next year's Star Wars Celebration, um, where we might get a confirmed title for the 2025 movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But until then, that's all we have. So we'll wrap up there. Our next episode will be next week with the Bad Batch. I have. Are we not doing a joke or a, a fun fact? Well, I just want to do. A, I want to do a quick housekeeping thing, and then we'll go into that. Okay. Because um, there's a few housekeeping things. Number one, um, if you go to multipleworldproductions.com on the news page, I'm gonna put up a blog post with the new episode uh, order because we're changing things up to accommodate um, and better optimize for search engine optimization the uh, uh the release of Jedi Survivor. Um so we're gonna change the episode order. So I'm gonna reflect that on the blog post. If you go there you'll see that. Um and then also we have a sponsors page. You get a free 30 day trial of Gamefly. Josie you can do it too. Um free 30 day trial to Gamefly if you go to the sponsors page on the website. Okay. So what are those? Gamefly? Yeah what's Gamefly? It's like Netflix, but for video games, where it's like you make a list and they'll send you games to your house and you can play them and send them back and then send you the next one. Oh, not like a digital thing? Like no, no, a, no. Like a physical thing? Yeah, it's a physical thing. And like, can I get games for like old games or systems? They have like Xbox One and PS4 and like the Wii U and 3DS, but much mm. older than that, they don't. Oh, okay. But it's hmm. good if you like if you want to try a newer game before you buy it, it's useful for that. Okay. So not doing a great job of selling it. But anyway, you your your fun fact and or joke. Um let's see. I don't have a joke again. Okay. Um but what is your most ooh. Okay, what what kind what is your most random or like like customized piece of Star Wars memorabilia or just anything Star Wars you have? Like random piece? I have like a, a I have a Death yeah. Star kitchen timer. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's like 
you but turn no, it, I mean like custom, like specials. Oh, special. that like, I don't think I've had anything custom because that costs money. Like, okay, but like you painted it or something. Oh, or like no, I, you... I, I have no artistic ability. I, I'm not an okay. artist. That's why you drew the cover art for 30 minute reviews. I'm not a artist in any way. Okay, well, um, then that's not a very good one. Okay, <laughs> what's your largest Star Wars thing? Lar I, in terms of scale, it's probably just my collection of old video games because I've been. No, gradually one piece. Oh, Jesus Christ. One piece of Star Wars memorabilia. What is your large? largest memorabilia? Um, ooh, largest. I don't have that much. Like physically. Um, I have a Lego of the, uh, what's it called? The, the droid, like, bomber, the droid command ship from. That's pretty cool. The, what's it called? It's not big. It's a little one. It was like 40 bucks. Um, but it, it had a little mace window and a little general grievous. Um oh. but like if we're talking just in terms of scale, it's I collect old video games. Um okay. so I have a lot of PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, and GameCube games. I'm working on expanding the collection a little bit, but it's 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 expensive and I'm trying to buy, you know, a place to live. How's that going? Oh, you know. It's going. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. So, uh, what about you? What's your largest? <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got a pretty large blanket, but I feel like that's kind of cheating. So then, my other largest thing would be the Darth Vader. Oh yeah, the giant I used Darth as a Christmas. Vader. Yes, yeah. my large Darth Vader. That's right. Like it is like two f full feet tall. Yeah, that counts. Okay. Um. But uh, but yeah, I think we will wrap up there for today, um, because I need to go eat dinner. Um, so we'll be back next week with the bad batch. Did you draw? Oh no, that's a coloring book. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, did you sit there the whole time drawing out a very colorful way to call me an asshole? <laughs> I was gonna say that's commitment to a bit that I like. <laughs> I did color it though. And I was gonna say, like, I was nice today too. You came on and I noticed that you did your makeup and I was like, and I was nice. So it's not And like... you said you did your makeup. That's it. That's all you said. Oh. I don't know how that was nice. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway. <sighs> um, we'll be back next week with the Bad Batch season two because I do have thoughts, but we went way long on this. So until then, have a great rest of your week. Thanks, you too.